Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky, and welcome to our 2022 season predictions. We've done all the previews for all 16 teams, uh, and now I want to give you everyone a quick snapshot of what I think is going to happen this season. We did it the same as last year. We did pretty good with the predictions, so thought we'd bring it back, have a couple of extra categories, and then some player predictions to wrap it up. So won't be too long here. The season's obviously starting this week. I uh, just want to get some initial thoughts now. We can kind of track these through the season. So let's go straight into it. Who is my premier right now in the preseason? I've got the Sydney Roosters winning the premiership. Who is the wooden spoon? I've got the North Queensland Cowboys. I think the Roosters, healthy, fit, players coming in. Obviously got the big superstar in Brandon Smith coming next year. I think this is a, not a leap here. They can go easily go back to back. And I think they've got all the, the, all the people in the right positions to make sure that happens. With the Cowboys, look, I think... Uh, this was, I was more bullish on it at the start of the preseason. Seeing some of the trials and some of the team lists they put out, I'm actually a bit higher on them. I still think they will get the spoon, but like I said in the preview, it's going to be the most entertaining wooden spoon team we've had in a while. So that's probably um, why I'm a little bit higher on them. I could see, you know, anywhere from five teams getting the spoon this year. So it will be one to watch, but right now we've got the Cowboys there. Who's the biggest improver? Who will climb the ranks? I've got the Broncos going up to seventh place. I think obviously they were... Wooden spoon bound all last year, just got away from it. Um, but I do think they will make the the finals this year. I think Adam Reynolds is that big of a influence on this team. I think Kirk Capel is another guy who, when the signing happened, there was a lot of hoover, but not much since. And I think Kirk Capel is one of those guys that can really bring a level of professionalism. Uh, and then obviously with A-Ray there, I think Kutoni Staggs as well. Uh, I just think that this team is in for a, a big uptick and biggest downfall. It'll be the Knights. Obviously, they made the finals last year. Uh, going down to 15th. Uh, they'll be challenging the Cowboys for the spoon. Just unfortunate. Mitch Pierce leaving. Jaden Braley getting injured. Uh, now, obviously, Dan Saifidi out for the first four to six weeks. It's already starting to happen. So we just need to kind of see what happens there because, again, there's not much talent already to go around. And if they continue to lose players and continue to have the injury bug, then it's going to be a very hard season. Obviously, the big looming Kalen Ponga piece hanging over the season there. Let's go to the Dallium. Who wins the Dallium? I've got James Tedesco winning that one. Uh, I think this is the season. I've been kind of preaching it all preseason. You know, the talk about Turbo, the talk about Cleary, best player in the comp. I think James Tedesco is still there. And I think he listens and hears all of it. Um, you know, coming into the season, having the off-season knee surgery, you know, people were saying that he's out of shape. I think that's all driving, and I think we're going to need a huge James Tedesco year. I've got him going the double. I've got him at the Clive Churchill as well. Obviously, got the Roosters winning the premiership, so I've got James Tedesco winning the Clive Churchill as well. It'll be a pretty good feat if you can get all those things done. Uh, I just think, well, he hasn't had that one superstar season where he just literally lights the comp on fire by himself. I think this is definitely one that can be, so I've got that. Who will play the Roosters in the grand final? I've got the Panthers. Uh, Nathan Cleary sitting at the first four rounds of the season only strengthens my case. Um, they're not going to rush him. They're going to make sure he's fully fit. And when he is fully fit um, in that Panthers side, we're seeing what they can do. They're literally a machine, well of a machine that can get anything done. Roosters, Panthers, sign me up. That'll be one hell of a grand final. Let's go to try scorers. Who are the top try scorers? Now, I've got four names here. I've got a top four. And I'll give my prediction of who I think will be the man at the top of the chart. So I've got Daniel Tupo, you've got Ruben Garrick, Dallin Wattin Zelezniak, and Alex Johnson. So the big name there is Dallin. I think he's going to have a huge year running off Sean Johnson and Reese Walsh in that Warriors team. I think it's going to be a lot of points. 
I do have Daniel Tupper as a top try scorer. I think, again, that Roosters team is just going to really produce points this year. And Daniel Tupper has had, again, one of these guys that when there's always talk about who's the best in what positions, he never gets recognized. And I think another another year where a lot of these Roosters players is going to stand up and really show the comp and set a light. I think Daniel Tupper, can he get up to like the 25 like last year? Look, I think this year the pace will go down a little bit. I've got him as 22 tries as a top try scorer. And then I've obviously Gary, Dallin, and Johnson all on 20. So I think it's going to be a very tight race there. Comeback player of the year. So let's give some NBA awards, comeback most improved and rookie. I've got two here. So I've got two for each. First one's Luke Keery. I think it's a no-brainer. If you think the Roosters are going to win the comp, Luke Keery only played the two and a half games last year. Was electric while he was there. I think he's going to have a big season. I've also got Patrick Carrigan, another guy who, you know, he was a club captain at such a young age, did the ACL last year, looked good in the in the trials and the preseason. I think he's going to have a good year. Uh, and again, th- those two guys finished the season really early last year with significant knee injuries. They can come back and be anything like their former selves. They can easily take out that award. Most improved. This is a tricky one because obviously, you know, the best player can obviously improve and get even better. But I've gone for two choices again here. I've gone Junior Paulo for the Eels and Reese Walsh for the Warriors. Junior Paulo, I just think he's going to get to that level of his game now. He is the uh, co-club captain. I think he takes tremendous honor in that. That last trial really just showed me he was putting in big stints and putting in big efforts. And then Reese Walsh. Not what much you can say about this guy. You know, he didn't have a preseason last year, really. Came into a new side, lit it up. I don't think there's any second-year syndrome for Reese Walsh. I think with Sean Johnson there, Cody Nicarima, or CHT in the halves, big four-pack, this team is ready to produce. And I think he's definitely at the forefront of making sure that team rolls and ticks. Rookies of the year. So again, going for two options here. I think the logical one is Lachlan Illis from the, from the Rabbitohs. He's in a prime position and a great team to kind of step in there. If you've seen the highlights, if you heard the hype, it's all there. He's a made man, so he just needs to come on there and perform and grow into that NRL first-grade role. I've also got Will Penasini. You know, he finished the season last year with the Eels. I just think he's going to come on, play every game this year, and he'll be one of those guys that we just talk as a club cornerstone for one of these sides. I think that's exactly what Will Penasini is. Two young guys there. There's going to be some guys, obviously, in TLT, we've already seen some rookies be named uh, that will come into this, but I think those two are the easy odds-on preseason favourites to really get some stuff done there. Best signings, again, got two here. Got Adam Reynolds for the Broncos. Got Nico Hines for the Sharks. Halfback is easily the one of the positions you just got to have in the NRL these days. And these two guys are coming from their respective teams. You know, Adam Reynolds, club legend of the Rabbits, never played anywhere else. Can he still get it at an advanced age? Nico Hines coming out of the storm system. Can he obviously, you know, keep it up and buck that trend of once you leave Melbourne, you know, you're a system player. So I just think those two guys, they'll lead their teams both into the finals and then they'll be ready to go from season on season moving forward. This is probably one of my biggest predictions. I got this nearly spot on last year. It's the coaches fired. Uh, so I was basically, besides Madge, and again, Madge was so close at so many stages last year, but I've actually got no coaches fired this year. And people might say that's crazy. You're going to have every, you know, in the NRL, you're going to have at least one or two go. But when you look at the job stability, of each one, if you kind of look from the bottom of the ladder down, you know, Cowboys or Todd Payton, I don't think there's any pressure on Todd. Trent Barrett, okay, I could see the argument with, you know, if there was a preseason rumors, I don't think Gus is going to jump the gun that far. 
I think Madge and Hook have just got extensions. They're not going anywhere. Kevy's got an extension. He's not going anywhere. And then you kind of look at it, you know, even if Sticky, Craig Fitzgibbon, Nathan Brown, those guys in the middle of the pack there, I just don't think anyone's getting sacked. Um, Tom might walk away. Um, it would have surprised me if Hook or Madge just, you know, it just goes terribly and he, they just walk out. I, I don't see it happening. But again, I think until the end of the season, there won't be any coaches sacked. That is my probably my biggest prediction I've got right now. Let's go into a couple of different ones here. Teams that will be heading into the offseason with joy. So who's going to really, we all know it as kind of the Bulldogs team from the last couple of years. Who's going to end the season after a pretty rough year or the storylines are there and they're going to be, we're going to be talking them up next year. So I've got two. I've got the West Tigers. I think, you know, they're going to be finishing that bottom four, but, you know, you've got Coruscant, you've got Papali coming in there next year. They sign anyone else and they have a good end of the season. Now what the Dolphins? Because again, I think the Dolphins are going to always be the new team next year. I think they're going to be some more signings throughout the season. They'll probably get their marquee guy in there by that point. I just think that it's all going to, the talk is going to be, you know, the extra team coming in um, and who who they have signing, who's in the off season, who isn't signed, who could, could potentially play for them. Um, that's all going to be spoken about. And what teams are going to head into the off season with fears? I've got the Knights and the Dragons, only because, again, some big marquee players. I've got Ben Hunt and Kellen Ponga both on big watch, on Dolphin watch, uh, Bronco watch. I just think that those guys, they're the marquee players of their teams, and they can be marquee players for another. I think they'll be snapped up in two seconds to get some big money. And these two sides um, just need need to perform this year because, you know, the other teams are getting better. You say the Dragons got a little bit better in the offseason. Knights, obviously, with we already spoke about them finishing 15th. But, yeah, there's always a couple of teams that we kind of, you know, finish on that six-game slide heading into next year. They're losing one of the best players and, you know, the concerns are there. So those would be my two predictions. One more kind of team one set of origin. I have got news of I was winning 2-1. Uh, I just think, yeah, Queensland's getting better and better. I think if they do blood a couple of the young guys this year, uh, it could lead to some success. But I think just that... New South Wales side gets thrown out now. It's so hard to pick against them, kind of like those Queensland sides during the dynasty there. And to wrap it up, let's do some quick player predictions. Um, these are ones I kind of do believe are storylines that will come up throughout the year. Uh, I just want to jump on them early and kind of, you know, what are ones to watch and some predictions there. So the first one is Sam Walker won't improve that much from last year. And that's okay. I don't want anyone to think that their second year syndrome when he's not improving or he's just doing the same thing as he did last year. He is very, very young. He's not grown in the body yet. Sam Walker, what he did in his first year is incredible. And he, he'll probably do the same this year. If he gets better, that's even a bonus. But if he's kind of the same player, I don't want people to overreact and go crazy because second year syndrome and has the NRL figured him out. He's still a young guy. He'll go into that. I also think Latrell Mitchell is only going to walk into the top three fullback combo discussion. I think he's going to, you know, right now, I think you can say the top three fullbacks is Turbo, Teddy, and Pappenhausen. I think someone is going to exit that chat just for this year, and Latrell Mitchell is going to break that door down. I don't know which one of the three, whether it's going to be injury, suspension, poor form, whatever it is. I just think Latrell is going to be in that vein of form this year. He's going to make some magic happen and walk into that conversation. Another one, I've got the Jaden Campbell and AJ Brimson switching positions by end of the year. I just don't know how AJ Brimson is going to go. You know, 
in that starting six, taking 30 tackles a game, taking the consistent running and consistently needed at a first or second receiver. Now, I don't think Jaden Kimball will hold up much better in the line, but I just feel like they're going to have to... I've them, I'm a little bit down on the Titans this year. I think they're going to have to try some things throughout the season. It wouldn't surprise me if we see a game where AJ's in the one and Campbell's in the six just to see what it looks like. Got three more here. Josh probably reminds the NRL he's one of the best forwards in the game. Uh, obviously had a couple of send-off issues last year with the discipline. I just think, you know, again, you think about all the guys that get blown up in the front row. I just, he's one of those guys, he's still in the peak of his powers. He's one of those game-breaking guys, can find the line, put a big hit on. I think he's on a big season. I think Canberra, what we've seen with their forward pack uh, and the way Ricky's constructed it for the first round, um, I really do think that he's going to have a big role to play this year and he'll be very, very dominant. I'll say Nico Hines breaks the storm mold player view. Um, he's gonna he's gonna be good this year. Nico Hines is gonna be good this year. He's not a system guy. You saw it in the All-Star game, you saw it in the trials. He is someone who can walk into a side and be one of their best players. And he got great tutelage down there in Melbourne and would have come off the bench, start in some particular games. He's one of these guys that are gonna walk into another side. He's not gonna be, you know, the next cautioning tail. He's not going to be the next, you know, Brody Croft. It's going to be Nico Hines moving in to his own. And the last one here, and this is, you know, I've got four names here. I've got this has been the last season for a few superstars in their current jerseys and teams. So I do think Kalen Ponga will leave Newcastle. I do think Ben Hunt will leave the Dragons. I think Jason Tomalilla will leave the Cowboys. And I think Luke Brooks will leave the Tigers. I think those four guys whether it's Dolphins, whether it's Roosters, Bulldogs, wherever it is in the league. I think those four guys are heading into critical seasons, not just for them, but for their team. And I think that there will be changes for those. So those are four names that I will keep an eye on. And that will do it, guys. So again, I'll I'll post this up as a post on our social so we can kind of keep track of this and we will touch back at the end of the season and see how we went. Again, last year we did pretty good. I'd say we hit probably about 60 to 70% of our predictions um so i'm excited to see how we go this year and again the footy is back so whether they're right or wrong again 100 or zero percent as long as we're watching footy that is the main thing so thanks for listening guys have a great day we'll hear from you soon cheers